Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a wisdom Wednesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. And today's wisdom, we are talking with Dustin Smith. He is basically in charge of the Madden ratings that have been talked about so much over the last week, the quarterback ratings, the 99 club. I'm as curious about anything as to how he even got the job and the reaction that people give him. Should be awesome. There's also a lot going on around the NFL that we need to get to. It's been a busy, busy, busy couple days since Monday's show with J.P. Finley. Shout out to our latest patron, patreon.com slash RT Media. Scott Baker is in the house. We're starting to rack them up. Now the football season's getting here. More people getting in the private Slack channel. More people wanting to see the even money bets in pure black and white. We will have Greg Cosell on tomorrow's show. But first, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. Well, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. I feel like I say that all the time. But very excited to be joined by the man behind the Madden ratings. I don't even know what his title is. I I just know that I asked the folks at EA... I want to talk to the Madden ratings guy, and they gave me this guy, Dustin Smith. Never met him before in my life. Dustin, what's up, man? What's uh, what's your what's your official title? Uh, well, I guess it depends on who you talk to because, like, we have an internal title, and that's technically assistant producer, and then there's the external title, and that's pisser off of NFL players. So it really <laughs> just, it depends on like who who you ask, like what they want to call me, and it just it just varies from from that. Ah, it's amazing. Well, so let's do a little bit of background here because obviously a lot of people really love Madden video game and it feels like the the grade has become um, as important as anything. How did you get the job? Like what what, what is your background to get to to where you are now as being the Madden rating guy? This is a good one. Like I, I... Didn't go to college. I started as a QA tester. I worked my way up. Like one of my biggest things I paid attention to was like 
what you can kind of see behind me was I'm, I'm a big gear guy. Like, I love helmets. I'm a very detail-oriented guy. You know, like, that was my main passion. I still do a lot of it now, but, like, I transfer that as well into, like, the ratings process and systems that we do. It's, it's always about attention to detail. And, like, if I had to say how I got here, uh, a little bit of luck, a lot of bit of passion, and uh, maybe, you know, just some good know-how and, and hopefully – encapsulating what what an NFL player is for for our game but you know I think everybody is uh has a different opinion on that maybe <laughs> all right so did not go to college you just got a job with EA early uh 2010 I've been at this for a little bit now I guess it's I would say like it, when you start from the bottom and you learn from like every single aspect of like yeah, I was putting in bugs on uniforms at first. I was bugging gameplay. I was doing this. I was bugging that. Guys' jersey numbers, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, it's just kind of all encapsulated. Like I would start working heavily with our roster guy at the time, and he knew I was very uh, talented. He ended up leaving around 2015, 2016, I want to say, and they they had picked me to to fill the role when he left. So I'm not upset about it. Like it's. It's a great job. Uh, funny enough, he ended up coming back a few years ago, and now we both work together doing the same thing now, which is pretty fun. Um, it's it's kind of like a, you when you've seen it all train, change and transfer through the years, and now we've got all these ratings where we had a lot fewer ratings back in the past. Now we have all this more information like NGS and all these other things that we can use to kind of dial these in versus back then it was, well – there's he outran this guy so he should be faster than that and then you know what i mean a lot of those things that you just couldn't contextualize unless you saw every play that you needed to see and hopefully that still was kind of good because it was still kind of by, by field so we've got a lot better processes in place now that we can kind of use and, and build upon and make them more accurate but it doesn't really change the fans perspective of what they think that we do a bad job all the time <laughs> unless their players are 90 their favorite players are 99 they they're, most everybody says uh, X players disrespected. It just is what it is. Well, listen, I'm a former player and I'm in the media. So, um, I, like I always say, if you're not getting criticism, then nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows what you're doing. Nobody cares. I, I am curious, though, about the process. So, you've been part of this, Dustin, since doing the grades since like 2015 or the ratings since 2015. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like on top of that, like I do a lot of other things. Like I set what a player looks like from head to toe, their their helmet, their face mask, their visor, what elbow bands, the gloves, the, the shoes, all that. And a lot of guys change them from week to week. And I try and keep up with that. It's a lot. It's 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 a whole lot of things. Like when you keep on top of that, like a lot of the other things we got to get right. We got to get height, weight, hometown, college, this, that, the rest. So there's a lot that goes into rather than just the basic numbers, the 52 ratings you see at home uh, in there. There's, We got to handle all of the information that you see on the player, not just the numbers. What do you mean by 52 ratings? That is the total number that we have, which I can't remember if that counts the overall rating or not. But, you know, that's your speed, your your strength, your awareness, your play rec, your block shed, your tackle, your throw power, all that. There, we have a total of 52. 52 for each guy or it depends on the position? For every player, they have 52. Now, that doesn't mean, like, a, a potentially a guy that's, like, 
it's throw power to potentially, you know, a backup middle linebacker probably isn't going to mean much unless they played quarterback in high school. Cause we like to, I want to say Ty Summers is a great example of that. Like he played quarterback, I think even into college and we, we, you know, we rated him appropriately on that. Like I actually had somebody call out, why does Hassan Reddick have a 77 carry? He doesn't even carry the ball. I'm like, yeah, but he was a, he was a running back in high school. So he's actually pretty decent at it. He's got some history at it. So like we try and like take, take account all of those factors. And we look back when we are creating the guys like that. Um, same thing with like kicking and punting, maybe a guy, you know, did it in the video, did it in off season, has fun, was a good soccer player, one thing or the other. We try and like take note of all of that and, and be as contextualized as we can be. Okay. So then when you look at the 52 different ratings that each player has, you mentioned some of the next gen stats. What, what do you guys use? to come up with the awareness, the speed, all those things? Speed, acceleration definitely is driven a lot from next gen. We have, you know, we have all the mile per hour data that we have available to us. We try to take account that you're not wind aided. We try to take account whether you're on a grass field, whether you have the ball in your hands, how consistently you're hitting those mile per hours, because sometimes there's a guy out there that like hits 20 once, but like all the rest of his mile per hours are pretty much high 18s and like, I can't say that you're that fast. And then sometimes this happens in NGS, like you got shoved and it actually increased your mile per hour. So we won't, we won't add factor that into the rating. Like we try and make sure that it's all appropriate based out on in reality, based on factual numbers that we have available to us. If we have something that isn't factually available to us, we always just try and rate it within the spectrum of the whole position. Like if it like play reckoning awareness, like you said, for an example, like, I have to con- basically consider, okay, a rookie's coming into the league, let's say, and he's at running back position. How well do I think he's going to immediately pick up the playbook, understand this, understand the basic nuances, because it's kind of how we treat that rating versus everybody else at the running back position. And that's kind of how that's treated. So like whenever you hear a high, high IQ, high awareness type player, we give them more of the benefit there. Whereas maybe maybe that's what they're best at, but then you know maybe they're not all that fast. They may not be all that strong, whatever. So we try and balance all that out. Like the best way to explain it is we always try and rate a guy to focus on strengths and weaknesses. Obviously, probably once you get above ninety-five overall or higher, they don't tend to have many weaknesses. But you know, yeah. I mean, I'm looking right now at mine from two thousand four. I don't know how my awareness is 67, bro. My awareness was legit. My strength was pretty good. You could have actually had my speed and agility a little bit lower. (laughs) How do you do like agility? Like that's because that's not really next gen. Agility is mostly kind of derived from three cone, but we also kind of look a little bit at short shuttle and then try and go off tape of just Agility is the, the simplest explanation of it because we added change of direction a few years ago. Change of direction is more your ability to accelerate and, and then come to a stop and then turn, sharp cuts, things like that. Agility is more like if you're running at full speed, how much can you curve or turn without slowing down is kind of how we treat that. It's the same thing to like for an edge rusher, though, in agility. How well can you burn, bend that arc, turn that corner, right? Like how sharp can you can you make it? So that's kind of how we treat that. I would say three cone is probably the best, most helpful thing. But like, you know, passing the eye test is still always the most important part. I will say, as somebody who was 19 in 2004, 
you cannot fault me for those ratings. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm actually higher than I probably thought I would be. That's fine. <laughs> what is, uh, what's the general reaction, Dustin, from people when you tell them what your job is? Uh, it depends. I will say some people, I would say majority of people, wow, that's like one of the coolest jobs in the world. My son would love to meet you as a constant one I get. Like, I get, I get that at times. Other people are like, wow, the people must hate you. Like, that's another one. You get. It's kind of, it's, it's, I would say more often than not, it's positive though. Everybody's like, I would love to have that job. And I mean, based on the, a lot of the mean tweets you see, they obviously everybody thinks they can do it better anyway. So I, I'm not surprised that a lot of people would love to have the job too. So I totally get it. All right. So then, you mentioned the next gen stuff. You mentioned you guys try to use as much data as you can. So, so then what? So you use the data, Dustin, for like the speed, the agility, the change of direction. There's other things that you try to get a feel for, like awareness. And then what? Do you guys have like a meeting or you plug it all in and it spits out the overall? How does that work? Uh, so yeah, once all the ratings are in, we have a, a calculation button that spits out an overall. But then on top of that, like, What'll help us come to stuff like that is, you know, X player may have ran this 40 time and that, you know, we we have like a baseline that that equates to X rating, let's say. Um, but you have to still look that fast and perform that fast with the ball in your hands on tape because the underwear Olympics don't mean anything as we've seen a number of times in the past. You, you, could, you, can, you can put up all the best numbers, but if you can't translate that on the field, we shouldn't overrate you for that right we should rate you for what your performance looks like on the field so we try and mimic that as best we can but then like i said kind of going back to within the position like once you've seen a 98 and a 99 speed like tyree kills a 99 speed and you know what that looks like especially in nfl context it's easier to go okay i know he ran this number i saw him i did just accelerate past other people I know that that player ran this number. I would say he lines up, you know, four points lower than Tyreek because he's still very fast. It's extreme. But, like, then you look at the guys that are maybe 96, 97, 98, whatever. You're like, I wouldn't say that he's faster than those guys who, based on what I've seen those guys put on tape. So it's a collection of once you've been doing it for a while, you're like, kind of, and agility is kind of like a good example of that too. Once you've been doing it for a while, you kind of start to get a feel of, like, that's an 87 agility. That's a 91. That's special. That's average. Kind of kind of scout's eye, but like I'm not gonna act like we're perfect because that's that's what the weekly roster updates are for. Because like all you, you you can say what you saw, but then a guy can come out and make you look silly and look way better than what you originally saw. So that's why we allow ourselves to change it. Man, I, I don't play video games really anymore, but in college we played so much Madden EA college football and drank Labatt Blue Lights while we were doing it because that's what you do when you're playing video games like Madden. You drink Labatt Blue Lights with friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dustin, are you surprised at all by the popularity of the ratings and just how big of a deal it's become? A little yes and a little no. Like, I mean, it's always been like a big beat. I would say even before I took it over, like everybody cares what everybody is every year. Um, But I will say like I'm a little more surprised in the sense of like lately it seems to have gotten even like a little bit more. It's kind of grown a little bit further. Like your Adam Schefter's are talked about it. We're on ESPN during the week, revealing all these things. And then like, it, this is a perfect example. Yesterday, obviously, love me some Zach Martin. He earned his 99. We announced it for whatever reason. I'm sure it wasn't planned, but by golly, if it doesn't help him in contract negotiations, why not? The guy comes out as 99 and he's like, ah, your contract could be a little better, actually. You know, this you know, best player in the league. Let's maybe let's take a look at some numbers, you know. Just like just like the line from Wayne Crashers. You want to throw a little couple points my way? I'm here. I'm listening. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I I noticed that and thought that was amazing. Um, very, very funny. What's the – um, what what kind of reaction do you guys get from the players themselves? I will say – it's kind of half and half. I would say if they talk about the ratings online and they don't know who does it and they just shoot it off into the ether, they're more likely to be pretty mean about it. But I would say like nine times out of 10 when I meet them, they might have an irk and they'll bring up that, but I'll, I'll say, yeah, but you're fourth highest in this or you're third highest in that. And they'll be like, that's a good point. You know, like they, everybody tends to obsess over the overall rating. Because if it's not a 99, and in fairness, like, look, if I'm an NFL player, like, I'm only trying to be the best at my game in the position, period. I've made it this far. I already think I'm pretty great regardless. But, like, I want to be the best. And if I'm anything, what I would below, like, below what I would give myself a standard as, like, I could understand why I'd be a little upset. Like, like I, I will never be upset with anybody being like, you know, I should be lower. Like, they're just not going to say that, right? Like, And I totally respect it because – there's a reason you're in this game. You think you're the best. You should continue to be the best. You're trying to be the best every day. So the difficult part of my job is I'm trying to start trying to put you next to all the other people that think they're the best in the league. And that has to be contextualized some way. And it, I will say like, they're a lot friendly in person more often, but there's been a handful of interactions where like my rating sucks. And it's <laughs> it happens. That is funny, man. Um, I guess I can understand the players being more upset though than the fans. I'm always amazed that like the fans get so upset 
about certain player ratings. Like, it's not even you, man. <laughs> it's a good question. Like, I don't, I, I, I would say because of fandom and a lot of the way a lot of fans watch football, they tend to just watch their favorite team, which is why they always feel X player slided, this player slided, not happy with this, not happy with that. Whereas, like, I look, I've got to watch all 32, which is why I have to kind of stack rank and all that. And probably as an NFL player, you are a little maybe less miffed about it because you know the other players that you're up against in your position. You might disagree with a couple, but you would agree with maybe some others if you had, like, say, five people above you. But, like, normally what they're mostly miffed at for whatever reason is always just the speed rating. Everybody thinks they're, they're X fast. I saw Devondre Campbell talking about this the other day. He's like, they got all these players, this rating, but if I'm lower than a 90, I know I'm faster than those. I'm not going to call them out, but I know I'm faster than those guys on the team. So they better get that right. And I'm like a linebacker at a 90 speed. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but just maybe calm, pump the brakes just a little bit at least. Yeah, everybody thinks they're fast, man. What's the best part of the job, Dustin? Um, I would say interacting with the players actually is one of the, the funnest parts of the job. But then I would say the next best part is probably watching tape, breaking things down, seeing things that are just exceptional. Like you you see a Patrick Mahomes play that was maybe innocuous, and then you watch it from the All-22 film from the end zone. You're like, what the world was that? That's just crazy. Like it, being able to kind of watch the game from that perspective, contextualize it into ratings, and then getting to watch some film on top of it, like really getting a better understanding than just like, you know, your average fan watching at home is probably like the coolest part of the job. And then we also have some guys that we talk to that are coaches around the league that it just like being able to bounce what I saw off what they, you know, what, what I know that they know what they're talking about. I bounce that off them and, it's kind of cool to hear validation. Sometimes they're like, no, you're exactly right. I'm sitting here like, wow, okay. That means, you know, the stuff we're doing is good. The stuff we're watching is right. But, you know, it always gives you an opportunity to kind of like grow there too. Cause he's like, no, that was cover four. I know it looked like cover three, but it was cover four. So you actually want this player to fall rather than drop. And, you know, like learning those kinds of things is what I kind of find one of the funnest parts of the job. Awesome. Dustin, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. This was great. No problem. I'll be happy to come back again anytime. Thought that was really interesting talking with Dustin about how he kind of worked his way up, the process. Uh, you know, I know this from doing those head coach rankings. There, there's always going to be criticism. Any ratings you ever do, you're never going to have everybody happy. Now, there's some in particular that I disagree with that Dustin does, but that's not really what I was most interested in. What I'm most interested in is all of you going to westshorehome.com slash Ross. I know a lot of you are like us, and you look at some of the showers or bathtubs in your house, and you're like, man, it would be kind of nice to modernize that. It'd be kind of nice to upgrade that. If you've ever thought that, even a little bit, go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. I actually know these guys. It's based in central Pennsylvania, but now they're like nationwide. Several of you have already gotten new bathroom sets, uh, new bathtubs or showers from them, which is awesome. I love it. You can get a free estimate and free installation right now, which is insane 
And even if you just get the free estimate, that counts as a sponsor confirmation email to win an awesome press pass from me or to get in the next best ball draft, which we're going to announce next week, has a huge prize. It's westshorehome.com slash Ross. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross. CBS announced their NFL broadcast crews for this year, and there is a familiar name on it, Ross. You. Appreciate the kudos to the people, uh, to the patrons on the private Slack channel and on social media. Yeah, I, I guess I'm part of the seventh crew on CBS this year for NFL games. Uh, looks like I'll be getting four games, which is awesome. Very excited about that. Week one was already announced. It's the Titans at the Saints. So, Titans and Saints fans, uh, I'm excited for you to get a chance to to watch me call your team in a regular season game. Should be a lot of fun. And that might not be the last announcement, Jack, as it relates to you know, my, uh, my, my fall from a football standpoint. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. Lots of contract news. Even ones going on as we record that we'll get to later. Most interesting being Saquon Barkley signing a one-year agreement with the Giants that gives him a $2 million signing bonus and up to $909,000 in incentives. Right, so the incentives are not easy to reach, but if he has a great year, he makes $11 million as opposed to 10.1. So he has a way to make more money than the franchise tag. That's rare. And then a $2 million signing bonus, I mean, you know, he wouldn't get $2 million till October 1st after four weeks. Now he's getting, he just got it yesterday. So time value of money, you know, got it more than two months in advance. So he got something. Uh, I think I would have waited 45 days, would have missed all of training camp, and would have told them, if you want me there earlier, you cannot franchise tag me again next year. But Saquon felt differently, and that's fine. I, I don't think he got a whole lot in return for showing up 45 days before he had to to get the 10.1 mil. Some other deals include the Saints bringing back tight end Jimmy Graham. Seahawks signed Luciano Nuoso to a three-year, $59 million extension with $32 million guaranteed. Cowboys signed Trayvon Diggs to a five-year, $97 million extension. The Raiders signed cornerback Marcus Peters. The Texans signed Titus Howard, former first-round pick, to a three-year, $56 million extension that includes $36.5 million guaranteed. And the Chargers, the big one, signing Justin Herbert to a five-year, $262.5 million deal making him the highest-paid player in NFL history. So, I, I mean, until Joe Burrow signs, and Joe Burrow will get more, it'll be the fourth game of LeapFrog this offseason. I don't really know what to say about these contracts, honestly, other than good for them and good for you guys that head over to the DraftKings app and sign up with Code Ross and start playing best ball today. You can join the DraftKings $10 million best ball tournament and you'll get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars only on DraftKings with code Ross. I am a huge, huge fan of best ball and a huge fan of playing against you guys in best ball with Joe Dolan in the middle of the draft for the people that won in June. So make sure you download the DraftKings app and use code Ross. Already excited for Greg Cosell tomorrow should be awesome. I think we're done here. 
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Shoutouts, as always, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, BackOfficeSchedule.com, and MyFrontPageStory.com.